Hey, this is uh, This Ridiculous Life podcast. My name is Corey Miller, and I am joined by my co-host and the producer, Lindsay Miller. All right. We have a special guest, our first ever guest for the podcast. Pretty momentous, I think. You want to introduce her? Yes. We have Carrie Dills with us, um, who is a dear friend of ours for many years who got to spend a couple of days with us, and um, thank you for joining us Oh, my today. gosh. I'm so honored to be your very first guest <laughs> on the podcast. You may be our first and only. Like, <laughs> no one else may want to come on, so I don't know what that says, that you agreed to be on our podcast. Let's so, do it. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah. She came into Oklahoma City, I see, yesterday. No, two days ago. Two days ago, and... Uh, you know, has been our guest in our home, which is fun. And uh, but this is the first leg of your journey. I mean, and but also, hold on, let me just say that as our guest in our home, it meant you literally lived the ridiculous life. <laughs> you <laughs> you got to see it up close and personal. <laughs> you witnessed the kids and the crazy life that is the Miller household. Francesca shared a bed with her. Yeah, um, our dog, Francesca. Yeah. yeah, she played Barbie dolls with Lillian. Yeah. And she got love and affection from Callaway. I was going to say, she probably got some hugs from Callaway. Yeah. Yeah. And so, hot tub time. Oh, and then last oh, night, gosh. hot tub time. I almost forgot about the hot tub time. And charcuterie and wine. Oh, yes. That's like our special thing. There was nothing missing. It was a complete experience. You're also the first guest in our hot tub. That's true. So she's like a first for a lot of things here. Wow. Yeah. Is there a trophy for that? <laughs> there should be. <laughs> there should be. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, tell us what's bringing you to Oklahoma City because I think this is pretty cool. Um, this you know adventure that you're embarking on. So yeah. um, talk about your adventure and um, as Oklahoma City is your first stop on what you're doing. It is. So I'm based out of Fort Worth, Texas, and I am undergoing significant life change at the moment. Um, after 14 years, my husband and I are divorcing. Uh, and I just kind of wanted to get the heck out of town. Um, my, I've lived in my home for a long, long time. I've been in Fort Worth for over 20 years and, uh, everything there is a, is a memory and, um, and I love it and I don't want to be gone from it forever, but for now it just, it's good to get out. So, um, First stop on a on my Carrie's Great Adventure is Oklahoma City, <laughs> and basically I'm just taking a minimum of one month, maybe up to a few months, to just sort of travel and see friends across the country. And uh, I'm fortunate that I, I as a self-employed person, I can work remotely. So wherever I can find a Wi-Fi connection and a and a comfy chair, I can go do my work. So yeah, so that's the this is y'all are launching me into my journey. I love it. And I feel really honored that we got to be like the first stop on the trip. Um, so I don't know. Thanks for reaching out and asking if you could stop with us. Cause I, it feels, feels really good and special to be able to do that. Um, but so you are going to be staying sometimes with friends and sometimes camping out, mm -hmm. right? That is that the plan? Yeah. So I, I have a sleeping platform that my friend Mike helped me build for the back of my forerunner. Uh, and in theory, I can sleep comfortably in the back of my car. And, but I said in theory, because it's right. really freaking <laughs> cold right now. And I've just heard from my friend Ginger yesterday that 
Santa Fe is like these ridiculously cold temperatures. And that's where I'm going to be spending the night and probably camping in, in just like two or three days from now. Right. So I'm like, am I going to freeze my tail off? And so the car camping may only be like one night. And then I'm like, I'm too old for this. <laughs> getting a hotel room. Uh, but it sounds fun and adventurous. So yeah, yeah. the plan is when I'm not uh, in a town where I know people or can mm-hmm. uh, stay in someone's spare room, then uh, I will just you know find a campground and pull up i love it we we talked about this i know that maybe the circumstances are sad um of you know divorce and you know you and i share that kind of common bond now but um and what was that over there i I've also been divorced. I know people don't know about it because I feel like it was such a small amount of time. It doesn't really shouldn't account, <laughs> but I've also, I've also been divorced. So we, we can, we can be in that club, all of us together. But not to dwell on the sad aspect, but I, I told you the other night, your journey, I'm so excited for you um, because I've thought back, you know, it's been eight, nine years for me. And how I told you I started over literally. And I'm, I told you I was a little bit jealous because I just moved into a condo in a cool part of town. <laughs> um, you're like on this epic journey of, I don't know, discovery maybe. And um, I, I'm so excited for you personally. And then I'm really a little jealous because you're doing this cool road trip and meeting friends and being with really good people and uh, in beautiful places. And uh, I'm excited for your next chapter. Thank you. Me too. I have no idea what the title of that chapter is or what the contents include. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a journey of discovery and I think just time to kind of uh, clear my head and think about what what's next for me. Yeah. And see, we have another similarity because I'm starting a professional new chapter here pretty soon as I'm leaving iThemes. And so I'm going to be taking all my inspiration and guidance from you. So no as you're, you're doing in pressure, <laughs> except you can't leave um, the state oh, yeah, of yeah. Oklahoma Sorry. or the city or our house for 30 to 60 or more days. <laughs> Sign up to all viewers. I'm not leaving my family, <laughs> even though I really want to be a co-pilot with Gary. Um, but I'm, I, I think uh, for me, you know, looking back, it was like this blank canvas and I'm going to totally steal your whole entitled chapter. Um, but it was exciting. I mean, change is never easy, but when I look back now and then I think back for my own and yours and uh, our families, I guess, too, is that it's a blank canvas that you get to paint, you know? And I mean, you look at the world and it's uh, an amazing place. You're extremely talented and gifted. And uh, what's going to happen to the canvas, what the title of the chapter, it's going to be really cool. And I think it's, there's something appealing to say the chapter is not titled. Mine isn't either, um, but like it, it could surprise you. I, th- I think it might. It's a little bit, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, it's an, ad- it's an adventure. So there's a lot of excitement, but also the fact that it's just a blank slate seems, oh my. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a frightening prospect too. So uh, I don't know. We'll see how yeah. it unfolds. Which I hate myself any for this, but if I wasn't going through my own, I'd be like, but that's what's going to make it so special. And now I have to hear that back saying it to myself too, <laughs> is that I know, you know, humans, we want control 
we don't want to go into our tendency is not necessarily to embrace uncertainty but as i think back on my life and again i think i'm more saying this to myself than you but or Lindsay too <laughs> is that but the surprises that come out of that the magic the cool things like i couldn't have plotted my life out like i have you know and uh that's why i think i'm like really excited for you because then we're going to be able to text and go how's your journey going how's your journey going and um and be surprised together a little bit and have that kind of fun joy that can come out of uh maybe not always a voluntary change (laughs) right yeah (laughs) how do you feel about that Lindsay? well i had this weird realization because you're right you're going through professional change and i think it's safe to say that Anyone who's following Carrie's journey is going to hear this podcast several weeks later. Um, And so your announcement will have been made by then, because as of right now, no one knows that Corey Miller is leaving iThings. But by the time this is um, done, Carrie could be multiple states away and Corey will have made an announcement that he's left iThemes. And then I've also embarked on a new chapter by starting graduate school, um, which hasn't really been announced. But I don't know why you have to announce it, right? Like, hey, I'm going back to school, everybody. Um, but so we're all kind of, and right. going back to your per, very personal blog post that you shared, um, we're all trying to figure out what we want to be when we grow up. So yes, Carrie, you're going through this like personal change, but it also might very well be some professional changes, right? That you're kind of going out there and discovering. Corey is definitely embarking on a new chapter and trying to figure out what he wants to be when he grows up. And me too. So going back on graduate school, I'm going to have potentially an entirely new career in three years um, when I'm done. And so, and right. So it's like, it's all big changes and trying to figure out what do we, what are we going to do with our lives? And I think that's, so different than like our parents and grandparents who chose a profession and, you know, yeah. retired at the, at the factory or retired teacher or retired, you know what I mean? They, they just did the stuff and stayed with it. And here we all are. Um, I'm not going to say anyone's ages, but you know, um, <laughs> well past college age um, and making these big changes. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of look at it like it's a luxury to be able to make those changes yeah. And, you know, talking about generations past, for one, that was when kind of before the knowledge work era. Um, so the ability to just hop up and change jobs or change careers midstream um, was maybe not possible from both a, like a skills standpoint, mm-hmm. um, but also from a financial standpoint. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and so and, and also the ability to pursue work that's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Like that, I, I don't want to call, I don't know if a first world problem is like a, a, a way to put it, but so many people don't even get that opportunity. That's, you know, I'm, this is the job that I need to do to be able to put food on my table and feed my family. And yeah. um, so I feel I just acknowledging that I'm thankful yep. uh, that I am able to do that. Absolutely. My, my parents mostly had the same job. I mean, more or less for a long period of time. Now, I've had this job for 11 years, uh, but th- th- but I chose it and wanted to stay with it. Uh, but, you know, my dad worked in the oil and gas field for all of his life. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't a concept. And he's also seen me hop jobs uh, up until iThemes about every two years. He's probably very nervous for your future. <laughs> probably still is. <laughs> dad, it's going to be okay. But so... 
so Lindsay, you just made an announcement. You should probably say what exactly you're doing in graduate school. Yeah. So um, I am going to have a master's degree in human relations and I will be a certified you know, licensed professional counselor. So I'll be able to do therapy work with individuals or couples. And um, I've wanted to do it forever. You know, you, like, why do people make you choose a major when you go to college? Like you sit down on like the first day yeah. and they're like mapping out your classes. And I'm like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I, and I literally told my mom was with me. I was like, I don't know. is what I told the lady. And she was like, well, what classes do you enjoy? I'm like, oh, I really love my history courses. I've always been really drawn to that. And she was like, well, why don't you choose history? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll choose history. And it was sort of a joke in my family. Like, what are you going to do with that? And I'm like, well, um, I don't know, but I'm, I'll figure it out. And ha- over halfway through, I realized, although I do have a love of history, I didn't really want to teach high school history courses and I wasn't super, you know, engaged in like getting a master's or a PhD in history to teach at the collegiate level. So I was like, well, I guess maybe I'll go to law school and then I can work at a nonprofit. I mean, it was just really everywhere. Um, and kind of as I thought about it and I, I remember very vividly um, talking to friends and even my parents saying, I, I wish I would have switched to psychology and I really want to be a counselor. I really want to like, help people work through, you know, um, interpersonal, you know, issues and relationships. And, but it was, it was so far into my education. It was like, okay, do I want to take student loans? I didn't have student loans at the time. Do I want to put more years in? Do I want more student loans? And ultimately I decided not and have almost applied well, twice before, um, got letters of recommendation and everything. And then like, just never followed through because it just wasn't the right time. And so finally we were like, okay, Corey's going to do something new and I'm going to do something new and we're just gonna, uh, go for it. So yeah, just a few years. I'll, if I pass my classes, I should say, (laughs) um, then I will have a a degree in counseling. I think this is a really good theme, especially for the three of us and some of the new chapters we're starting or beginning and the untitled chapters too. Yours yours has a little bit better title or an actual title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, That you're starting, but it will, you're starting it, but I guess it won't won't happen for a couple of years. Correct. But something you said really resonated with me is that like you're sitting in front of the guidance counselor and she's like, what, what are you going to, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? And this tendency for having to have everything figured out. I mean, you and I carry ours. Ours isn't all figured out. We're trying to go explore the world. And I think there's something that, you know, being open to exploring and open to possibilities and things, um, which is, which is interesting. Like we're, we're adults with responsibilities, <laughs> but, but I think it's okay to say we don't have it figured out. Heck no. And anybody that tells you they've got it figured out, I'm pretty sure they're lying Yeah, or, totally. or delusional. Yes. <laughs> Nobody's got it figured out. And the idea of asking an 18 year old, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I think for the most part is, is sort of insane. Like if I, yeah. if I was to go back, I'd totally major in something different. And, yeah. Um, or even, you know, maybe take a couple of years between high school and college to go get a little real world experience. And, right. Um, Cause we still know. do that. Right. We still ask, 18 year olds leaving high school. Like, what do you want to do? I mean, like in Ulaga, where I grew up, we, you had a, a senior picture and a profile and it literally said like what you're going to do with your life. And I think they probably still do that. You know, it's like, 
how do you, how do you know? And I, I think about that with my kids, right? How do we help them? And how does mom be okay with them backpacking across Europe for two years, you know, in yeah. between yeah. high school and college? Like I'm definitely gonna have to get over myself on that, but you know, how do we help them, you know, develop that sense of self and self-awareness? And well, I might say that you're modeling it for them yeah. right now. And you're, as you're stepping out. Truly. Yeah. I think it goes back to this word uncertainty. We've said a couple of times, it all goes back to, we want certainty and control. So, mm-hmm. you know, for, I would feel the way, same way about our kids. I want them, you know, just thinking about backpack. I'm going to, if Callaway goes, I'm going to backpack through Europe for, for a year. I want certainty for him. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and we're not good as humans at ambiguity. And if Callaway did say that, I'd probably be like, okay, cool. Hope mom and dad aren't going to cramp your style, but can we say it like nicer <laughs> hostels or do we have to just. <laughs> oh, we'll be hotels. He can camp out. Well, but yes, you can totally backpack across Europe as long as mommy and daddy can pay for the hotels we stay at. Yeah. <laughs> But it is this uncertainty and ambiguity and the yeah. sense of wanting control. I mean, this has been resonating with me for a while. Is um, how how do you embrace uncertainty? I've read some things where it's like that's where the real cool things happen. If you run into, you know, reasonably saying, if you run into the wild of the wilderness or whatever, and yeah. you're trying to find yourself and what connects. Um, I'm not. It, it's it's not for everyone. I was gonna say I'm feeling anxiety just thinking about it. Yeah, like thinking about embracing uncertainty makes me feel a little anxious. Oh, it's super uncomfortable, and I mean, like you said, that's something that's been knocking around in my brain for a while too. And and I've kind of wondered if maybe I just need to embrace the fact that I never will feel quite that uh, certainty that I'm in the right spot and that I'm doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I always will kind of have this little bit yearning for something yeah. that's mm-hmm. still out there. I don't know. I hope, I hope that I can feel settled, but I also feel like maybe that's just the way I'm wired and yeah. that'll you, always be a part. Okay. So let's say you were certain, you were certain. Do you think you get bored? <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it <laughs> yeah. That's the magic of some of that yearning is like, maybe I won't ever figure it out, but I can, I will be on a continual lifelong search for it. And that life is full of possibilities in this, this journey. What do you think, Lynn? I think, (laughs) I think, I think I am a person that's going to have a harder time. Like my new chapter has a goal at the end of it. Right. Like it's already defined. Um, And I think especially, you know, having kids and changing careers. And I've talked a little bit about that, you know, in the last year or so. um, I spent very minimal time going, I need to figure this out. I I quickly jumped on something. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a pattern that I've done in my life. I, I make quick decisions and I set that goal. But I also am not afraid to like fail really quickly too mm. and so sometimes it's like a joke um amongst friends like oh what's Lindsay doing today um so i i would say i don't live in uncertainty very often but i have changed my mind a lot mm-hmm. um and i'm comfortable with that right as long as my my goal or my thing is there mm-hmm. then i can do it and i try it i'm like eh, yeah not for me i'm gonna do something different or move to a different place or i moved to alaska and back in three months 
like literally like yeah. upended my life, took a job and was like, yeah, not work, not working out and moved back. And so, um, just saying, embracing that, I don't know for a long, like, I don't know that I can do that. Well, it's my own version, I guess. You bring up a really good point that you've given yourself permission to mm. change your mind if it doesn't work out. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I guess I always feel like I'm pouring my decisions in concrete and you can't quite, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're there forever in those decisions. But I think that's mm-hmm. interesting that yeah. you make decisions quickly, but you also give yourself permission to change yeah. direction. Well, and like, I guess coming full circle, it's why my marriage didn't last very long. Honestly, I, I got to the point where I went, okay, do I have five more years or 10 more years to put into this? And I went, yeah, yeah, I could, we could for sure. We could, we could go to counseling. We could like make better, you know, decisions together. We could do all this and, and really give it a go. And then I thought, but at the end of that five years or at the end of that 10 years, am I still going to probably not want to be with this person? And that answer was also yes. And I went, life's too short. Sorry, buddy not going to work out. And I know we're married and that's like such a commitment. And I entered it within that commitment, but like things, not my feelings changed, but like some promises that he was supposed to have kept weren't kept. And I went, okay, like it's been a good go. And so when we, we ended our marriage, we didn't, we didn't hate each other. It wasn't like a, we had, exhausted all possibilities and really, really tried and it ended. It was like, okay, it, sorry, but it's been, you know, barely over a year and let's, sorry. And and it was fine. Right. So like, that's another really good example of, I made a decision. I was with it and then went, okay. And, and sometimes those are embarrassing, right? You move to Alaska and you come back after three months. <laughs> there was like a going away party and everything. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm back. I know. Hello, everybody. Do you want do you want your presents back? Like I don't know, right? Um, and so yeah, it's it's definitely a, a my personality thing, right? So that's good though. That uh, I think you've reframed uncertainty and fear in in a really good way. Like oh. you were hearing you saying all that, and it's reframing it where it's not just saying a negative, dark uncertainty it's more Mm -hmm. like i'm not gonna you told me and taught me this which is time is the most valuable resource we have absolutely and so you made a choice that had some uncertainty in it but you reframed it as i want to make the most of my time i think yeah you know absolutely on this earth so okay we probably need to wrap up but i have one more question so we already said this podcast is going to be airing three or four weeks after our recording Mm mm-hmm What's your, what's your prediction? Where, what city do you think you're going to be in? And um, so where oh, I can tell you that with great certainty. I was looking at the date. I wasn't <laughs> okay. looking at the time yeah, on my yeah, watch. Yeah. Uh, I will be in Los Angeles. Oh. So I'll be um, that first week of February. I'm recording. I'll be out in Carpentria, California, which is kind of between Santa Barbara and, and L.A., uh, recording a course for LinkedIn Learning. Yeah. So. Once I finish that, I'll be going back up to L.A. to uh, or down to L.A. to see my good friend Kareem Maruki. Oh, good. Um, Give him a big hug. I will. Yes, I will. So, yeah. Okay. And then what is and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, but what is a hope for yourself? Like, do you hope that you've, I don't know, accomplished something, 
gain clarity on something? Like, what do you hope that you're you're reading or you're listening to us talk about it? And you yeah. can go, okay, look what I've done over the last, you know, three or four weeks. Clarity would is always the the golden egg, if I can get a little bit of that. But I think mostly just time to slow down, take a break, process um, just what my life has been like in the past year or two. And uh, I haven't had a lot of mental space for mm-hmm. anything beyond just kind of what's in front of my face. Mm-hmm. And so to take some time and just kind of think about, okay, where do I want to be? What would be um, fulfilling or exciting for me to participate in mm-hmm. from a career perspective? Um, so yeah, I hope I can figure those things out. And at the very least, if I just get to see some really beautiful countryside and hug the necks of people I love, then, uh, then that's a win. Yep. It's perfect. Well, thank you for joining us. Thanks on so much for having this me. ridiculous life. <laughs> dot com now. Oh yeah. yeah. Dot com. So this re- this ridiculous life dot com uh, is now a thing. So the ho- the podcast will live there. And uh, Carrie, thanks for being a guest in our home and being a part of our lives. And uh, we're rooting for you back in Oklahoma City. I love you guys. Make me a little teary eyed. We love you. All right. Thank you.